and welcome to my story, Abundant Life Right Now. My name is Jonna, and I want to thank all of you who have tuned in today. We pray that you'll continue to join us and invite others to join us for a new episode every week. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire, inform, and uplift all those who choose to tune in. If you haven't already, hit the follow button so that you will be notified of each week's new broadcast. If you have a share button, please share this with others so that they can listen as well. If you are listening on the Anchor platform, I want to encourage you to leave an audio comment for me by clicking on the plus message icon on the homepage of our podcast. I look forward to hearing from you soon. And I plan to put together a montage of these comments for an upcoming milestone episode. Usually each podcast episode is based on one word and each episode includes various and separate segments that spring from my personal experiences with life after my diagnosis. And we hope that anyone facing any type of challenge will hear something during this podcast that will inform and inspire them. This week's focus is the word caregivers, and our format consists of three segments presented in the following order, words of inspiration, navigating your medical journey, and challenge of the week. And now, words of inspiration. As I use quite a bit of scripture, in these podcast episodes, I wanted to note that unless I identify and credit a different translation, all scripture quoted or referenced are from the King James Version of the Bible. Words of Inspiration Psalm 107 verse 8 says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Everyone has something every day for which to be grateful to God. So then, we should always have an attitude of gratitude, and therefore, Thanksgiving should be a lifestyle, not something that we celebrate once a year, as some do. I mean, one day out of the 365-day year to acknowledge being thankful? No. Psalm 150 and 6 says, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Directives in the scripture are usually very specific with their instructions. The fact that this scripture doesn't give us a begin and end time, telling us when to praise or for how long to praise, indicates that we should always be grateful and continually offer praises to Jesus. The month of November has been designated not as the only time of year that we should be thankful, but as the month that we set aside time to be intentional with our time and our words of praise and worship to God and in our thanks to our family, friends, and loved ones. So as we do this, as we cultivate our attitude of gratitude, there is a group of people specific people who we celebrate during the month of November. In this country, November is National Family Caregivers Month. The proclamation 
for the 2021 holiday describes this holiday's importance as follows. Every day, millions of Americans provide essential care and medical assistance to their loved ones. These acts of love, commitment, and compassion enable their family members to receive the support they need to live a life with dignity. This has been especially true throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, during which Americans of all ages have made substantial sacrifices to keep family members safe and healthy. During National Family Caregivers Month, we recognize the important role of our nation's family caregivers and thank them for the invaluable and instrumental care they provide. This is just the opening paragraph of the proclamation for this annual observance as provided by the government. But it beautifully outlines the important role that caregivers play in the lives of those of us who live with chronic, progressive, debilitating, and or terminal diseases and illnesses. What I have learned as an individual who has three diagnoses described as all of these above, the most difficult thing a person can endure is watching his or her loved one suffer. Even from across miles, it's brutal just imagining what the person you care about is going through because the automatic response or reaction is wanting to do something to stop their pain or reverse the condition or switch places with their suffering loved ones if they could. This episode is dedicated to all the caregivers who give of themselves to help the people they love or the people to whom they have been assigned to give care, many times having to make sacrifices themselves to provide that care and support. I like how the writers of GotQuestions.com address the concept of caregiving as being biblical. This is what they had to say. Caregiving is practiced by parents who rear their young children, friends who care for a disabled neighbor, and adult children who bring their elderly parents to live with them. As such, caregiving is absolutely biblical. Though the Bible never uses the word caregiving to describe selfless acts of love and mercy toward family members and friends, there is no doubt the Bible supports the giving of care. Mercy, compassion, and selfless love are all behaviors that are strongly praised in the Bible. In fact, during Jesus' ministry on earth, he told the religious leaders of the day, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Matthew 9 and 13. He was pointing out that the Pharisees were concerned more with following the letter of the law than they were with living out its spirit and meaning. Mercy is a prime factor in caregiving, seeing the need of another and providing for that need. Now, in the presidential proclamation about caregivers, three characteristics are highlighted, those being love, commitment, and compassion. These are all attributes of Jesus Christ. 
How many times did we see the compassion of Jesus in Scripture as he tended to the needs of countless people, healing them, delivering them, forgiving them, feeding them, freeing them? It's mind-boggling to think of how much he gave as he walked this earth as God and man. And then he went on to give the ultimate that being his life. And the driving force for his actions was his great love for us. Real love, sacrificial love, selfless love, abounding love, never-ending love. This is the example he left for us to follow. Caregivers come in many forms. You have health professionals who care for those in need. You have the person who stops to acknowledge and pray for a person crying, leaning against their car in the grocery store parking lot. You have the person who pays a month's rent without being asked for a person who just had surgery and won't be able to work for a while. You have the person who moves someone into their home to ensure their safety and care. You have others who consistently show patience and love to someone who can't or doesn't reciprocate that love. You have others who will acknowledge and smile at that one who looks downtrodden and without hope. You have those who will call and express a word of concern and encouragement to those who need it. Caregiving requires that a person look away from him or herself to others in need. The true giver, the true caregiver, operates within the principle that it's not all about him or her, but about preferring others above oneself. For being a true caregiver demands that we be, as Romans 12.10 says, be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another. The writers of GodQuestions.com say over and over again in the Bible, God shows compassion on the fatherless, the widow, and the sojourner, people who were helpless and friendless and who would have needed to depend on the caregivers of their day. And God commands that these people be provided for and protected. God associates ignoring the needs of the helpless with extreme wickedness and promises judgment on those who refuse to help. You can read this in Psalm 94, 6 or Malachi 3 and 5. Caregiving can include giving of your time, your resources, your energy, your strength, and unfortunately for some, your health. To quote, to quote one of our supporting authors, Caregiving requires the ability to love selflessly, not expecting anything in return. Jesus taught in Luke chapter 14 that when the rich give banquets, they should not give to their friends and rich neighbors who can pay them back, but instead to the needy and poor who cannot repay. Giving, loving, and caring like this precludes the rich getting richer while the poor still get poorer. 
Jesus gave us an example of how we should care for one another with love, compassion, forgiveness, mercy, all his attributes, part of who he is. While we are not God with pure intentions and perfect execution all the time, we were made in his image. And if we ask him, he will provide all the strength and grace that we need to operate as he did, even while we're still wrapped in flesh that doesn't always want to do it. We salute all caregivers who give in love, financial generosity, care, companionship, protection, shelter, support, kindness, and compassion. Even though I am independent, I honor and give my love and thank all of my caregivers, those who support me with their love and concern in any way, those who will call just to check on me and share the happenings of their day, giving me the honor of sharing their lives and staying connected with them, those who I love and who I know love me. We salute true caregivers, those who love, serve, and take care of others with no motive or agenda other than to demonstrate the love of Christ. So during the month of November, we want to give special attention and thanks to all of our caregivers. We love and appreciate you. Thank you for loving us, for being concerned about us, and for caring for us. Your love is not merely spoken, but is so often demonstrated through your care. God bless and keep all of you. Navigating your medical journey. Disclaimer, I'm not a physician and haven't consulted a physician for this segment or any segment of this podcast. What I share with you comes from things I've learned about or tried in my personal experience on my medical journey. This section includes expert information from caregiveractionnetwork.com, but no changes to your medical treatment or diet or exercise regime should be made without first consulting your physician. Because caregivers tend to do until they can't do anymore or run themselves into bad health, we have some suggestions to help you navigate your caregiving efforts. First and foremost, amp up your prayer life. You will never accomplish all that a caregiver does successfully, successfully meaning without losing your joy, your mind, and your good health, unless you first give the heaviness of your mission to God. He will exchange it for one that is lighter. Also, make sure you're doing what you're doing for the right reasons. Feeling guilty, obligated, or convicted will drain all of the joy and satisfaction out of your care for others. Steady communication with God will help you stay grounded and strengthened in Him. CaregiverActionNetwork.com suggests 10 other ways to navigate your caregiving journey. 
First of all, seek support from other caregivers. You are not alone. Number two, take care of your own health so that you can be strong enough to take care of your loved one. Number three, accept offers of help and suggest specific things people can do to help you. Number four, learn how to communicate effectively with doctors. Be sure to take notes when you go with the person you're caring for. Take notes, ask questions. Number five, caregiving is hard work. So take breaks often. Be sure to get plenty of rest. Eat well, stay hydrated. Number six, watch out for signs of depression and don't delay getting professional help when you need it. Number seven, be open to new technologies that can help you care for your loved one. Number eight, Organize medical information so it's up to date and easy to find when you need it. Number nine, and number eight, let me go back to that for a minute. When you're talking about organizing information, they're also talking about knowing what medications and what strengths and how often uh, the person you're caring for takes their medicine. You should know that. Number eight, organize medical information so it's up-to-date and easy to find. I'm sorry, I repeated that one. Number nine, make sure legal documents are in order. And number 10, give yourself credit for doing the best you can in one of the toughest jobs there is. Give yourself a break. You're doing the best you can. I want to reiterate, spending time with Jesus just so that he can keep you grounded, and give you the encouragement that you need when you start to get tired or you start to get down. He'll remind you to give it to him so that he can undergird you with his strength and keep you going as long as you need to go. Challenge of the week. I have a challenge for both the caregiver and the one receiving care. For the one receiving care, don't assume that your caregiver knows what you need. The lines of communication should remain open between you and your caregiver. I challenge you not to assume that they can figure out what you need and to be understanding of the efforts and sacrifices that they are making on your, on your behalf and remember that they should be acknowledged and appreciated on a regular basis. For the caregiver, once you intensify your prayer life so that you can share with God what you're experiencing and what you need, then also be sure to give yourself a break and connect with a support group or network. I challenge you to do this so that you can share what you're going through with others who share your experience. This can help keep you from being overwhelmed by your experience.
Thank you for tuning in. Please join us again for our next episode. Tell your friends about this podcast and share it with them so that they can become a member of the Abundant Life Right Now family. Thank you to all caregivers for all that you do. We see you. We see what you do. We know you often hurt when we hurt because you love us that much. We love you and we appreciate the sacrifices you make to guarantee that we have what we need to ensure that we feel loved and cared for. Thank you to all caregivers, especially those who are ministering care to the household of faith. Don't get discouraged, but continue to do what you're doing by the grace of and with the help of Jesus. It will not be in vain. Hebrews 6, 10 through 12 in the Amplified Bible says, For God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love with which you have shown for his name in ministering to the needs of the saints, God's people, as you do. And we desire for each one of you to show the same diligence all the way through so as to realize and enjoy the full assurance of hope until the end so that you will not be spiritually sluggish, but will instead be imitators of those who through faith lean on God with absolute trust and confidence in Him and in His power, and by patient endurance, even when suffering, are now inheriting the promises. Don't forget, I'd love to hear from you So press the plus message icon button to leave your audio comment and feedback. So until next week, I pray that God continue to bless you to live abundant life right now.